0: average boy! He's average boy! He's average boy!
1: Look out, he's back with shoes untied and his ears slicked back, taking life on one day at a time. Average boy and just bringing the rhyme. Welcome to episode 84 of the official Average Boy Podcast. I'm Jesse, editor of Focus on the Family Clubhouse Magazine.
2: And I'm Bob Smiley, a.k.a. Average Boy, a.k.a. the personable protector of parents in peril, purposely positioned for patience and practical, yet palpable power. Palpable power? Uh, That makes you sound like a perfectly pliable, pithy prodigy of picturesque potential. (laughs) Wow, Jesse, I don't think I could have said that better myself. Actually, I couldn't have said it at all. I I know what most of those words you use means. Like, pithy, that's obviously a name of a snake. Uh, Pliable is that squeezing tool that you use to grab something. Man, my dad is always saying, hand me the pliables. But I don't know what prodigy – what is a prodigy? Well, a prodigy is someone who is very intelligent and knows what a lot of words mean. Oh, well then yes, I am a prodigy. Prodigy? Is that how you say it? Yeah, prodigy. I just didn't know what that word meant. Hey, wait a minute. I see what you did there. (laughs) Well, you
1: know, sometimes I like to amuse myself. But you did say that you were also a protector of parents in peril, and that sounds like a story I'd like to hear. Okay, awesome.
2: Uh, I haven't told you about my heroic adventures last week, have I? Hmm. Okay, I actually don't know where to start. Well,
1: how about the beginning?
2: Oh, okay. Okay. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Uh, uh, Eh,
1: Bob? Bob, Yeah? Not that beginning.
2: How about starting at the beginning of your week? Oh, okay. Beginning of the week. Gotcha. Uh, well, the beginning of the week actually didn't start out very well. I I know our listeners have probably heard this said a million times, but always make sure your hamster's cage is securely shut. Yes. Wait. I mean, that's good advice and all, but
1: I don't think... Always make sure your hamster's cage is securely shut
2: is a commonly used phrase. Well, it should be, because they are crafty. Uh, the hamsters, not the cages. (laughs) Hamsters are very prodigy. Hey, maybe mine actually used pliables to get out of its cage. Uh, that's not how you use that word. Uh, actually, I think it is, Jesse. Everybody calls them hamsters. No, I I meant... Okay,
1: wait, never mind. Um, I didn't even know you had a hamster.
2: Well, I got one last week. Xander gave me his hamster because it... Actually, that's not important right now. What is important is I offered to take the hamster off Xander's hands. And your parents were okay with that? Yes. Uh... Bob? Okay, eventually, yes. Uh, I sort of forgot to ask them, but I knew it wasn't going to be a problem.
1: Uh, Well, what made you think that? Because, you know, animals require a lot of care, and of course, there's always costs involved.
2: Actually, there wasn't any cost involved. I already had the cage, and my family is on this new healthy eating plan, which is basically hamster food. We're only eating grains and vegetables, and my mom makes this type of smoothie, evidently made from dirt and a carrot. So I knew it wouldn't cost us anything extra to feed the hamster. I could just give Pip the food I didn't eat, which was basically everything. (laughs) Wait, wait. Pip? Oh, yeah. I haven't told you yet. I named my hamster Pip. Mr. Pip Squeak. And I do want to make sure our listeners know I wasn't trying to hide Pip from my parents. I just sort of forgot to tell them. You know, it's not like I was being super secret about it. After all, his cage sat in plain sight in the back of my closet, behind three shoeboxes and under a pile of dirty clothes. I mean, come on. Anyone with a shovel and a flashlight could have easily found him. I'm not sure easy is the right word, unless you're an archaeology prodigy. (laughs) Ha <laughs> Hey, I dig that comment. Anyway, on Tuesday, my mom and I were waiting for the school bus, and she was naturally doing that mom makeover thing. Uh, mom makeover? What is that? You know, that's where she takes a damp rag and removes my eye crust and most of my eyelashes from my face. And once my eyes have a nice puffy red glow, she then moves on to trying to get my hair to lay down, which takes a lot of water. By the end of it, I look like an elephant sneezed on me and gave me pink eye. (laughs) Okay, yeah,
1: I I do. I remember that mom makeover. Uh, You know, actually, uh, my eyelashes
2: have just started to grow back. (laughs) But that's not even the most embarrassing part, Jesse. Mom loves to wait until the bus pulls up in front of us, a bus full of kids, and then she gives me a big sloppy kiss in front of everyone, you know, just to make sure I have my daily dose of embarrassment. (laughs)
1: Well, we parents do have a job to keep our kids humble and also to show them love. <laughs>
2: well, then my mom takes her job very seriously. Okay, but what does all this have to do with your hidden hamster? Uh, nobody said hidden. He was in plain
1: sight in the back of my closet. Okay, so um, uh, what does this have to do with
2: your perfectly in plain sight pet? <laughs> wow, Jesse, you're really strong with the alliterations today. So, on Tuesday, right before I got on the bus, my mom said, Have a great day, honey. I'm going to start on your dirty laundry this morning if I'm not back in a week. Send somebody in the closet after me. <laughs> I love that. That's a funny joke because it's
1: probably actually true.
2: Yeah, it is. A-, a GPS would really help to find your way around my closet. But something she said right before I got on the bus just didn't sit right. I felt like something was wrong. <gasps> oh, uh, the hidden hemp the plain sighted pet that was in the back of your closet right that's what it was but my brain wasn't working that morning i i knew something was wrong but i just couldn't put my finger on it so i just blurted out thanks mom there's some dirty clothes under my bed as well i i don't know why i thought that was what was bothering me i'd completely forgotten about pip oh so uh what happened Well, I don't know exactly what happened because I was at school, but I'm guessing while my mom was busy sending me off with that embarrassing wave and blowing kisses in the air, I bet Pip was busy picking the lock on his cage with his pliables. That fuzzy rodent is very cagey. It sounds like he wasn't cagey at all. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) I guess he was cage-free by that point. Again, I wasn't there, but my mom told me the story later, right? before she took my phone and video games away. Well, please share what she said. So, m- Mom went into my closet and scooped up a pile of clothes along with my newly freed hamster. So, Xander actually gave you a professional hamster. Right.
1: Wait, what? A professional hamster? Yeah, you know, he was able to get out of his cage and that doesn't sound like a amateur to me. <laughs> <laughs> amateur.
2: <laughs> uh.
1: Oh, that's a good one.
2: Ugh, and I thought mom kissing me in front of all my friends was grueling. Jesse, that hamster joke, actually, that hamster joke was not wheelie funny. <laughs> wheelie, get it? Because hamsters like to run on big wheels. Well played, Bob. Okay, so, but let's get back to your
1: story. So, your mom picked up this big pile of clothes, and the chubby little hamster was playing his favorite game.
2: Right. No. Wait, hang on. I know what you're doing. Jesse, we can't have two Jesse jokes this close together. You know you
1: want to know the answer.
2: Uh, I do. Okay, fine. What's a hamster's favorite game? Hide and cheek. Because they have really big cheeks. (laughs) Cheeks, that's good. (laughs) Anyway, as mom walked to the laundry room, Pip wiggled to the top of the pile, which happened to be right next to my mom's face, and he started squeaking. I bet he was just probably trying to say hello, but unfortunately, my mom does not speak hamster. So what did she do? Well, again, I wasn't there, but I'm guessing she threw the clothes in the air and ran out of the house. That's just my guess, though, based on where I found all my dirty clothes when I got home. Mom didn't focus so much on what happened after Pip greeted her. She mainly focused on the part of me not telling her that I had a hamster. So you learned a valuable lesson. I did, right? Always make sure your hamster's cage is securely shut. Uh, Bob, what about the lesson about not keeping secrets from your parents? Okay, I guess I learned that one as well. Dad actually said that if he can't trust me to be honest with little things, then he can't trust me with way bigger things. So, Jesse, you know what that means. I do. I think Jesus said
1: the same thing in Luke chapter 16, verse 10, where he said, Whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much, and whoever is dishonest with very little will also be dishonest with much. It means when you earn trust by being responsible with small things, you'll be trusted with bigger responsibilities.
2: That's exactly right. It means he's considering getting me a bigger pet. Ooh, I bet he gets me an elephant with a cold just in case mom can't walk me out to the school bus one day. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
1: uh, that's a good reminder to never keep anything from your parents. You know, God gives us parents to help guide us through life and to— Wait, hang on. How does that part you said in the beginning, the the personable protector of parents in peril— it doesn't sound like you protected your mom at all in this case.
2: Oh, well, the hamster story has nothing to do with that. You, you just said to start at the beginning of the week, and so I did. The real adventure didn't happen till this weekend. Okay, well, let's get to that part. Okay, well, you see, my dad was out of town this weekend, and with him being gone, he told me that I got to be the man of the house. Uh, what does that mean? You know, I got to do all the manly stuff. You know, rip the sleeves off my shirt, fix stuff that isn't broken, you know, man stuff. Okay, but... I'm not sure that's, like, the best definition of what that means. Oh, and also, Jesse, I get to be in charge of the TV remote. That's a big responsibility. I had to change the TV channel at just the right moment, which, you know, is obviously when something good comes on that everyone else wants to watch. I mean, that's what my dad does all the time, and it was now up to me to keep that tradition going. Okay. So, in addition to manning the TV remote, uh, manning it, (laughs) get it? (laughs) Uh, What other? manly stuff are you in charge of? Oh, the most important thing, as it turned out, was a game that my mom called Find the Smell. And did you start in your room? (laughs) (laughs) You know, Jesse, I'd be offended if that wasn't actually a good suggestion, but no. My mom was the one who actually noticed the smell. You see, my mom has lots of talents, like for instance, she can tell when someone hasn't done their homework or hasn't brushed their teeth just with one look. She can also smell anything within 12 miles of her bloodhound-like nostrils, it's crazy. She once called me and told me to put my socks in the washing machine instead of leaving them on the bathroom floor, and Jessie, she was two states away visiting her sister. Wow, that's a really strong sense of
1: smell, and I bet she gets lots of practice with you and your brother. Oh, tons. So
2: mom smelled something that didn't smell right.
1: Uh, Did it smell left?
2: (laughs) Jesse? (laughs) Okay, one more Jesse joke, and you're going to get left here by yourself. Anyway, mom quickly asked me, You know, because I was the other expert in the smelling department, she asked me what the smell might be. Oh, I didn't know you got your mother's good sense of smell. Oh, absolutely. I can smell everything. So what did you think it smelled like? I didn't really know. I couldn't smell anything. (laughs) But wait, you just said that you had... So (laughs) anyway... I asked my mom where the smell was coming from. Well, just like a bloodhound, she got up and she started sniffing her way all around the house. It was great. Oh, kind of like why the tuna went to the perfume store. Yeah. Wait, what? You know, because something smelled fishy. (laughs) (laughs) You know, even though my mom is at home right now, I bet she's sniffing the air saying something stinks. And I can't wait to tell her that it was that joke. Well, at least my jokes are getting more... Fantastic, uh, b- b- but please continue with your story. Okay, well, mom led us down the hallway to me and my brother's room. This proposed several false alarms, thanks to my brother, thinking the hallway is where smelly socks go to die. Okay, wait, 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 one more. Uh, what did the hat say to the sock? No, 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 we're over our Jesse joke limit for the day. So, can I please get to the good part of the story where I'm the hero? I mean, no one's gonna see this coming. Uh, but uh, Ab, you just told us. Oh yeah. Oh, but maybe people will forget. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, oh, I don't think so. But uh, yeah. Please continue. Okay, so we go down the hallway where the pull down attic ladder is on the ceiling. Mom stopped and sniffed a bit differently this time. Hmm, differently, how? I guess you could call it gagging. Okay, so the smell was coming from up in the attic. No, I never said that. Oh, sorry. So uh, then what happened? So Mom said the smell is coming from up in the attic. And that's when I remembered that I was the man of the house. So I grabbed the rope that releases the attic ladder and I gave it a good manly pull. The trap door flopped open and... Well... It's sort of hard to explain what happened next. Yeah, I've found that using words usually helps. Oh, that's a good suggestion. Jesse, we had a rat in our house. And and I'm not referring to a person who tattles on other people. This was an actual wannabe squirrel that shaved its tail so it didn't look as cute. Rat. The worst part was it was flying downward right at me. Oh, no. Yeah. And... This thing had buck teeth, Jesse. I mean, buck teeth big enough to open a can of baked beans. It it was one of the scariest things I've ever seen. And Jesse, I've been to Detroit. Hey, I like Detroit. The lions are doing really great this year. Well, I could have used a lion because this rat flew down and smacked me right in the face. So, being the man of the house, I did naturally what a man would do. Which, which is what? I, I jumped in my mom's arms. <laughs> okay. Jesse, don't <laughs> judge me, okay? First of all, it was a manly jump, and I only did it to protect my mom. Right. I then quickly made a mental note to try out for the high jump next year. I really felt like I could win if they'd let me bring that rat with me. Uh,
1: Bob, I have so many questions right now. Um, but finish your story, and I'll see if they all get answered.
2: Well, Mom's run-in with Pip, the hamster, had given her nerves a steel. She didn't scream at all. She just caught me, set me behind her. Um... I'm assuming so I could protect her if any other rats were sneaking up behind us. Sure, yeah, let's go with that. Okay, good. Anyway, she touched the rat with her shoe and she told me that the rat was dead. So, that was the smell. It was. You know, that rat was dead, but that smell was certainly alive. <laughs> okay. So, uh how were you the hero in all of this? Oh, good question.
1: I ran to the garage and got a trash bag and a shovel. Nice. So you could
2: properly dispose of the really rotten rodent for your mom. (laughs) Again, nice alliteration, but not quite what happened. I got the shovel in the sack for my mom. A.B. Jesse, look, my mom is always saying once a task is thus begun, never leave it till it's done. Mom started this adventure, so I wanted her to have the satisfying feeling of, you know, finishing it.
1: Hmm. Well, I guess you're
2: being nice in that way. But speaking of finishing, we're almost out of time. Oh, Jesse, wait. Caitlin left us a really important voicemail on our website, and I'd really like to play it before we leave.
0: Hi, Average Boy. My name is Caitlin, and I have a question for you. Is there one strong argument that can help lead your friend to Christ when you don't know what else to say? Also, I love your Jesse jokes. Jesse, and also Average Boy, you're so funny. Thank you.
1: Wow, wow. When you said it was an important voicemail, I didn't realize you were being serious. Uh, But that is a really serious and important question.
2: Let me uh, think about that. Okay, well, while you think, I'll answer the question because I tell my friends about Jesus all the time. For instance, if my friends or I mess up, okay, it's mostly me. But when one of us does, I pause and remind my friends that even when we do mess up, it's so great that Jesus forgives us and continues loving us, no matter what. Or, I like to point out how cool everything is around us. You, you can't really look at the sky and the sun and how everything grows and lives on this planet, I mean, so perfectly, without thinking that there has to be a creator behind all this. So, look for opportunities where God and Jesus just can't be denied And talk about it with your friends. You're right. You know, we have opportunities every day
1: like that. Uh, But I keep getting stuck on the word argument, you know, because... Arguing with someone to believe in God isn't the best way to share about Jesus, although there are a lot of strong arguments about God, such as the design of the universe, um, even the concept of right and wrong that people are born with, and and not to mention all the historical evidence that Jesus lived, died, and rose again. You know, you can find some great books that have a lot of facts, like uh, The Case for Christ for Young Readers, but you know, I feel like the best way to lead a friend to Christ is to show them Love and kindness. It's like Jesus said in Matthew chapter five, verse sixteen: "Let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven." When we live out our faith in Jesus and show His love and kindness to others, people notice that, and they'll want to have that same peace and purpose that we find in Jesus. So, so Caitlin, uh, be a light. And then be ready to explain how Jesus offers forgiveness and eternal life to everyone who confesses they're a sinner and believes in Jesus as Lord. Oh, wow,
2: that was well said. Uh, anything else to add? Uh, I'll go on ahead. You go on a foot. <laughs> uh, okay. Wait. What? <laughs> well, that's what a hat says
1: to a sock. I'll go on ahead. You go on a foot.
2: Well, this is the end of today's, and let's just be honest, probably every official Average Boy podcast, because I'm sure we can't recover from that Jesse joke. Uh, I can see you're holding back a laugh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, all right, fine. That was actually a pretty good one. Do you want to take us out while I I hang my head in shame for saying your Jesse joke was good? (laughs) Okay, sure. Uh, We hope you've enjoyed today's official Average Boy podcast
1: as much as Bob is enjoying my joke right now, whether he admits it or not. Uh, Our podcast is a presentation of Focus on the Family, and if you haven't heard our other episodes, you can go back and listen to them all at AverageBoy.org. At that website, you can also find
2: links to subscribe to Focus on the Family Clubhouse, where you can read a new Adventures of Average Boy story every You can also click on the link to the Focus store to buy Average Boys devotional books, devotions for super average kids, books one and two, or my third book, Average Boy's Above Average Year. All three books are filled with lots of laughs. Plus, there's going to be some news soon about a fourth book. Well, it depends on what you mean by soon. You know,
1: editing your books takes a long time. But while we all wait, Bob and I like to laugh as much as our listeners. So, we'd love to hear more of your jokes or questions. You can send us a message at AverageBoy.org by clicking on the Ask Average Boy link. Or you can leave a voice message by clicking on the green box on your home page and then hitting the send a voicemail link on the side of the next page just make sure to get your parents permission before you call because we might use your message on a future episode
2: well thanks for listening everyone i'm bob and i'm jesse telling you don't be average be super average (laughs) okay jesse i'm going on the foot right now
0: Adventures in Odyssey has taken generations of children on an exciting journey, all the while sharing biblical principles and activating their imaginations. Now in 2024, we'll be airing our 1000th episode. To celebrate, we're inviting every member of the Odyssey family to join us for one grand party. This spectacular two-day event is packed with fun and excitement for Adventures in Odyssey fans of every age. Partygoers will enjoy an unmatched, immersive experience into the town of Odyssey, meet and greets with cast and crew, Q&A sessions, trivia contests, and more. The party is topped off with a live episode recording starring fan-favorite characters. It's all happening on August 2nd and 3rd in beautiful Colorado Springs, Colorado. Tickets for One Grand Party are going fast. Learn more at OneGrandParty.com.